Holy shit, welcome to the mind of Jet. This is episode one. I am your host, Jet Jepson. All right, so before us assholes dive into this episode, be sure to get your computer out, get your phone out, whatever it is, sign on to the web, go to mindofjet.com, check out my website, be sure to head over to Facebook also, and like the Mind of Jet Facebook page. God damn it, Jet. You never answer the damn phone. Every time I fucking call you, you never answer the fucking phone. God damn it. I'm sitting at a tree in the park. Cars driving around and shit. People staring at me like they've never seen a demon before. Anyway, this is Demon Bob. And when you get this message, give me a call back. I had an experience I just wanted to share and maybe give me some advice on that. So the other day, it all began the other day, so the other day I was in hell, and I was hanging out with all the other demons, and they're all making fun of me and all that bullshit. Demon Bob, you talk like a little sissy demon, like, you little pussy, you sound like a pussy, you know, they're like, you don't even sound like a real demon, you know, all that damn bullshit, and one of them, uh, one of the other demons over there, he was like, I bet you can't even scare little kids. I'm like, fuck you. I can scare any damn kid. So I wanted to show them I could scare these motherfucking kids. But hold on. Let me get me a smoke in real quick. Calm my nerves down. People staring at me. It's aggravating. Hold on. Alright. So, all the other demons were telling me all that bullshit that I came up from hell. I found this little kid to scare. So I'm hiding under this little kid's bed. And let me tell you, it took forever for that little shit to fall asleep. So I'm hiding under his bed. And by the way, if anybody ever gets that feeling, they're hiding under the bed, you tell them that it's prob- probably me or some other demon hiding under the bed. So I was hiding under this little kid's bed. And he finally fell asleep. And he started to fall asleep. And this motherfucking little kid snore like I ain't never heard a little kid fucking snore. And sawing logs and all that bullshit. As a never heard anything like it. Even in hell, those demons don't snore as bad as this little kid did. So he's up there sawing logs and all that bullshit in his bed, sleeping. So I take my right hand, you know, that's my good claw hand. I got all these long fingers and fingernails and shit. And I make my arm really long. And I reach around and grab them. And I throw them on the ground. Just pull them right down to the floor. Then I stick out my head. From under the bed, I'm like, Rah! you know, like a demon roar been practicing that so I was practicing on the kid and he starts he screamed a little bit at first man but then this little motherfucker started pissing everywhere damn piss flying on the walls all over the bed on the fucking floor man piss flying in my face I started to taste it in my mouth man it got over my demon suit just piss everywhere man I was gagging I was like try heaving up a little bit like that Nothing was coming up, of course, uh, but I'm like, Wah! you know, and then it's still dark in the room, right? So this little motherfucker went and grabs up some block or some bullshit like that, throws it, hits me in the eye. So I'm bleeding out my eye, try heaving, you know, puking, but nothing's coming up. And then this little motherfucker stuck out his middle finger. I was like, fuck you, demon. You don't scare me. And I'm like, fuck you, little kid. Your mom's a whore. 
I know everybody's saying. He's like, fuck you, I don't give a shit. Man, I tell you what, I just got up from the bed and walked out of the house. Walked down the street till um, the sun came up and I found this park and now I'm just sitting here. Guess I'm gonna have to call Uber or some bullshit. I wish you just answered your fucking phone. Anyway, this is Demon Bob. Call me back when you get this message. All right, motherfuckers. This episode, the first episode, is going to be all about fishing. I'm going to begin here in a few minutes. We're going to talk about certain things, um, get into some fishing facts. Later in the episode, I'm going to take you fishing. So let's just go ahead and jump into these fishing facts. So the first fact, and before I begin, I got all these facts at various places, Google, um, feel free to go look all these up yourself. There's plenty out there. Okay, fact one. One million Americans spend an average of 17 days fishing. When I see this, I think there are a lot of Americans that don't fish very much. 17 days a year, um, fishing isn't very much. Um, basically, you're going about one and a half days a month. So if you go one day a month, that's 12 times. You go two days a month, that's 24 times. Somewhere in between there. One day a month isn't very much. So there are one million Americans that are lame. Just saying. Fact two. In 2011, anglers spent a total of $15.5 billion on fishing. Over $15 billion in 2011 holy shit this is hey i'm gonna be honest this is something i didn't know that that much money is dumped into fishing and it brings in that kind of revenue it's a lot of damn money okay fact three anglers spend more than one billion a year on just bait all the bait you buy all those fishermen out there, over a billion dollars a year on bait. It's hard to believe it's a lot of damn fucking worms. Shit. A lot of damn worms, minnows, shrimp, whatever it is. A lot of damn money on bait. Fact four. All right, ladies, this fact is for you. Before you go out and get your whore red, I'm sorry, not whore red, hooker red lipstick on. Remember this fact. Most brands of lipstick contain fish scales. Rub those fish scales on, on those plump lips. Hooker red lipstick contains fish scales. All right, fact five. This one's a little lengthy, but it's fucking wild. A male emperor angelfish lives together with up to five female mates. If the male angelfish dies, this is where it gets nuts. If one of the male angelfish dies, one of the female turns into a male and becomes the new leader of the group. What the fuck is that about? How the fuck does a fish, a female fish, turn into a male fish? Shit's crazy. Alright, fact six. Catfish have over 27,000 taste buds. Us average humans have seven, or just under 7,000. 
Fucking those catfish have taste buds over the whole body. That shit's fucking nuts. 27,000 taste buds. Imagine eating some nasty bullshit with 27,000 taste buds. Man, that shit'll make you gag. Mmm. Hey, but on the other hand, imagine if you eat something good. Last but not least, fact seven. Hackfish. All right, I have no idea what I do now, but I didn't have any idea what a fucking hackfish was. So, after you hear this fact, y'all know exactly what you're going to do. You're going to go to YouTube and look this shit up, because I did. So, fact seven. Hackfish are the slimiest animals on Earth. An Atlantic hackfish can make enough slime in one minute to fill a bucket. Holy shit, and this is no exaggeration. Go to YouTube, look up hagfish. That shit's like straight out of fucking night nightmares. I mean, that shit's just straight up evil looking. And all the fucking slime that comes off of it? Jesus Christ. Hagfish, YouTube, check it out. Some record fish. These are the type of fish that I will probably never catch in my life. If any of you have, congratulations and awesome. Let's start in my home state of Virginia. So we'll just go over a couple. We're going to do a, a few fish in a few different states uh, just to kind of get some information out there. All right, Virginia state record fish. We're going to start with largemouth bass. So the state record largemouth bass was 16 pounds and 4 ounces, and it came from Connor Lake back in the year 1985. So apparently there's been no more largemouth bass bigger than that caught, at least recorded. Smallmouth bass. The record for a smallmouth bass in Virginia is 8 pounds and 1 ounce, and it came out of New River in 2003. Flathead catfish weighs in at 68 pounds and 12 ounces um, in 2018 from Lake Smith. That is one big fucking catfish. All right, down the list, gar. The state record gar was 25 pounds and 2 ounces from Lake Prince in 1987. So let's jump to Florida. The record tarpon. This is this weight coming from this is nothing I've ever seen before. The state record tarpon is 243 pounds caught down in Key West in 1975. But what makes this so cool is this badass that caught this, um, that's what I'm going to call him, because he used 20-pound test line to catch a 243-pound tarpon. It's amazing. All right, next page. All right, let's go to Texas. Texas fish here. A blue catfish, the state record blue catfish, is 35.5 pounds, and it was caught in 2015 in Broadwell. If I said that wrong, correct me, everybody from Texas. Bardwell, I'm sorry, Bardwell. Fresh Drum, the record for Fresh Drum in Texas is 11.74 pounds. And it is caught in Grapevine in 2011. Alright, so we got some Texas fish there. West Virginia. Let's 
that go up to West Virginia. If you've never been there, it's completely covered by mountains. Fishing's okay. Let's see, the Northern Pike, the state record in West Virginia, Northern Pike, 42 pounds, 42.6 pounds, out of Dog Run Lake back in 1989. Many of you probably weren't even born then. Next on the list, Long Nose Gar. And this one's kind of crazy because there were two caught at two different years that weighed exactly the same. So I'm assuming that it is a state tie for Long Nose Gar. The first one was caught in 2006 and it came from the Kanawha River. Uh, weighed in at 52.25 pounds. The second was back in 2012 out of the Ohio River and also weighed 52.25 pounds. Never seen that happen before. I didn't go into the measurements. I'm going to assume that the one that was longer may hold the record, but they were both there. Tiger Muskie from Mount Wood Lake, 49.25 pounds. And that was back in 1994. Let's get into what we all love, sharks. So the longest hammerhead shark on record is 20 feet. And the heaviest, which was caught out of Florida, 1,280 pounds. That's one big fucking shark. But let's go into some great white information here. I got got one here that we're going to share. And it comes from 1986 from a badass named Donnie. Because that's what I'm going to call him. He caught a 3,427 great white shark. And it was 18 miles from Block Island. It is the largest shark on record. But it is also the, the largest fish of any kind recorded ever caught by rod and reel 3,427 pounds great white shark who would love to reel that man that'd be a fucking amazing time right there I don't know if I could do it to be honest I would sure give it a damn good try stay tuned and when we return we will um, jump into my fishing trip good morning it is around 7.30 in the morning we are on location I am at my destination and we're going to be fishing a saltwater river on the Gulf of Mexico in Florida. Okay, so let's go over some of the gear I got here and kind of what I, what I have with me here. So beginning, I have two poles. Uh, I have a smaller Zebco slingshot, little cheap and expensive pole, and then I have a bigger uh, more heavy-duty Shakespeare. Um, I'll probably have four-pound line on the Zebco, and I have 50-pound braided line on the Shakespeare. Um, I have my cooler with my drinks in it. I have a little live well bucket. Um, so I'm gonna put some some fish in there. I have my tackle box. I have all my hooks, baits. Um, lures, all that, kinds of all that kinds of thing in it. My goal today, of course, is to catch as many fish as I can. Um, and then the, I want to land a big fish or two. That's my goal, just try to learn how to do it. So what I'm gonna do first is I'm gonna take my little Zebco, um, probably has four pound line on it. And I'm going to use a small hook. 
and I'm going to catch some pinfish. I'm going to try to catch a few pinfish, keep them in the uh, live bucket. And that's what I'm going to use as bait to go after bigger saltwater fish. So I'm going to go ahead and get this Zebco rigged up and we'll go from there. The Zebco is now rigged up. I have a size 12 hook on it. And what I'm going to use um, is something, um, let's see, it's fish bites, that's who makes it, it's called Easy Shrimp. It's little strips of synthetic uh, material, not sure what it is, um, that's scented like shrimp. So I'm going to cut little chunks of this off, put it on this size 12 hook, and see if I can catch some pinfish. So the imitation shrimp artificial bait is not worth shit. So I'm gonna go to some squid. I have some cut up squid. So I'm gonna put that on the, uh, cut it down real low, real small and put it on the size 12 hook. Let's see if we can catch some pinfish now. So my first attempt at catching pinfish with small hook, little bait, um, not working out so well here on the river. So I'm switching gears. I'm going to, I uh, already rigged up my larger pole and got a bigger hook, bigger cut of squid. Just gonna find some calm water to put it out in. Um, later I'll try to, I may, I don't know, try to fish the stronger currents. Um, let's just see what kind of fish we get. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the water is up quite a bit. It's about, I'd say six feet into the onto the bank, over the bank, than typical. I'm hoping that it lowers some. It looks like it is a little bit. Um, it's a tough place. You get hung up on rocks a bunch. So I'm gonna go find a nice little deep hole, put this out in, and see how it goes. Sometimes I do this. What doesn't work one time with the pole and bait, you just gotta switch it up. So that's what I'm doing. Let's see how it goes. Seeing some nice fish out here. Um, nothing's really biting right now. I just saw a nice sheep head. Um, some other large fish, not quite sure what they are. Not the best at identifying them yet. Um, some jumping out of the water. It's a good spot for fish. Just need to figure out how to get them to bite. Well, I'm calling it a day. Leaving the river now. I didn't catch shit. But one thing I learned, it's important to get the fuck out of the house because one bad day fishing is better than a good day at work. Anybody with a pole that's been to the water knows that shit's true. Jet Jetson, you motherfucker. Why haven't you called me back yet? I'm calling you yet again, and I already know what your ass is doing. Have you forgot that I'm a demon? I know what the fuck you're doing. You're trying to fish right now, and you really suck at it. I already know. Why didn't you take me? I'm a demon after all. I mean, hell. I could turn the fucking water into blood. And then you can just scoop the fish up. Shit, trying to use a fishing pole. I'm a demon, man. I can hook you up. Hold on, I gotta get my smoke. The wind's blowing too much. Mm. Okay. So I wonder what your cocksucking ass is doing trying to catch fish. You're probably just getting your 
fishing line tangled up on rocks and tree limbs and shit like that. You never called me back to see how, to see what happened after I had that experience with that little kid. You know, the one that pissed all over the place, pissed on me, uh, hit me in the eye of the block. You didn't even give a shit. Anyway, I left there and I'm walking now and, um, you can probably hear him right now, the guy mowing grass on the fucking mower, laughing at my voice and shit. He's like, you got horns, but you don't sound like a demon. You sound like a pussy demon. Big, fat, hairy pussy demon. That's what you sound like. I catch enough shit in hell from the other demons. I ain't got to listen to that bullshit, so I ran away. You know, full speed ran. I don't have to listen to all that. But anyway, your ass needs to call me back. Cause you're not gonna catch any fish. You suck at it. Really bad. Um, don't you know that I know these things? You should have taken me with you, motherfucker. Alright. Call me back, asshole. Let's talk fishing stories. Most of my fishing stories come from my home state. I was born and raised in Virginia. And that's where my fishing stories come from. Freshwater fishing is my experience and what I'm good at. I wouldn't say good. I'm okay at it. Uh, much better than I am at saltwater fishing, of course. As you saw today, that didn't turn out so well. But I wanted to put it on this episode anyway, my experience today, because you know what? Sometimes when you go fishing, you don't always catch the fish that you want. Or sometimes you don't catch any. That happens. So I left it just as I planned and uh, shared that experience. But I was born and raised in Virginia, and my experience comes from freshwater fishing. When I was a kid, I used to fish the creek behind the house all summer long. Um, my little pole, a couple hooks, I'd go dig up worms out of the yard and spend all day fishing. Sometimes at night, um, when I was a kid, after a good rain... At nighttime, you go out with a flashlight. You can go through the yard. I went through my neighbor's yard, all over the place. And I would catch night crawlers and put them in a bucket. And that's what I would use the next day to fish with. Um, probably when I was a kid, uh, I don't remember catching monster fish. But I would catch bluegills, perch, smallmouth bass. I got lucky on a couple trout when I was a kid. That's my experience when I was younger. The most memorial time, memorable time I mean, was probably when I was a teenager. I went with my dad and we went to fish the Chesapeake Bay. Um, I was He was able to go with his friend and I was able to tag along. And we went out on a boat. And that was my first time on a boat fishing for one. And second, everything about it was outside my experience. Um, the pole... The fishing reel and rod was bigger than I have ever used, had ever used up until up until that that point. Um, the rig was different. I wasn't used to a heavy sinker, um, bigger hook, bigger bait. So when we went fishing there, anyway, what I'm saying is that was a trip that I remember remember the most because I caught the biggest fish that I've ever caught on that trip. And first cast in saltwater brought me a 34-inch striper. 
Um, I'll never forget it. It was a great time I had with me and, and my dad. Um, probably the most fun I've had was catfishing in Virginia at night during the summer. I have a buddy, and we would often go uh, many times a week catfishing. We had a perfect river and a spot that, that we went to. Um, the river was um, it was deep, it was warm, and it was dirty. Um, very mucky water, very warm and deep. So we'd spend many nights, countless nights, um, reeling in flathead catfish. Um, we never caught the big monster that you see off fishing shows. Uh, nothing that ever came close to a uh, a record. But damn it, that was the funnest time, the best time um, consecutively that I've ever had. We'd sit out there with a cooler, drink some beer, catch flathead catfish all night long. It was a great time. Uh, let's see. My saltwater fishing experience um, has always been on when I used to go on vacation and I would go to a beach, whether it's North Carolina, South Carolina, or Florida, um, sitting at the beach and just going to the closest shop, getting uh saltwater rig and using cut bait and casting it out into the surf and just sitting around waiting and i have caught a couple fish like that nothing to brag about probably the coolest ones were the little sharks and i know that's not uncommon and it's not really that big of a deal but it was cool as shit little tiny sharks that was awesome um i know that now that i'm a dad and um, I try to take my kids fishing all the time. I always love when they catch a fish um, and seeing them catch fish too. Love it. Uh, I took my daughter one time, she was probably four at the time, um, to a reservoir near where we lived and she had her little barbie pole and so I would bait up her pole and I remember this because the bait I used was a Slim Jim. Um, to catch bluegills and such, you put a small hook, put a little chunk of Slim Jim on it. Um, it really works really well. And that's what I was just trying to get her on is just some little tiny fish to uh, help her feel the excitement of fishing. But to make a long story short, we, she ended up catching two channel cats that were as long as her fishing pole. Um, that was a great time. I could sit here all day and talk about all the many different times and many different fish that I've caught. Um, in Virginia, come to think think of it, I was uh, the trout fishing in Virginia is very good. If you've never been, go to the mountains of Virginia and find some trout fishing streams and uh, fish it all day long. You won't be disappointed. Um, great fishing. I've done some fishing up in Pennsylvania. Caught some trout up there too. Great time. I love fishing. I love everything about it. I love what it stands for. Um, I love what it means to me. I would love to hear everybody else's stories. Um, see the pictures of your big catch. Um, please feel free to email me these pictures and stories. Email me at mindofjet, mindofjet at gmail.com. Um, feel free to leave me a voice message from this podcast also. I would love to hear it. And also, leaving this open, any criticism that you have about my fishing experience today tell me what the fuck I did wrong I would love to hear it 
I'm a type of person that um, if you ever um, went to my website or read anything about me or some of the stuff that I, some of the content that I write about and, and discuss, not everybody's going to agree with it. This also includes my fishing. Um, I am absolutely open for debate about anything. I do not get my ass hurt when someone disagrees or thinks that I do something wrong or has a better way that they want to share. Um, I can still be friends with somebody even if I don't agree with what they are saying. So just putting that out. I welcome all information, all criticism about my fishing today. Let me know. Clearly, I'm not the best. So I know that many people have much more experience with it that can share. What are the best baits to use while fishing? We're going to jump into the freshwater baits first, and then we're going to go to saltwater baits. But hands down, the best freshwater bait are worms. When fish isn't biting any other bait you're throwing, damn it, it'll bite a worm. And if it's not biting a worm, the fish just are not going to bite. There is not a freshwater fish that will not eat a worm. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, I used worms ever since I was a little kid. I used to catch night crawlers at night, throw them in a bucket. That's fun to do if you've never done it. You should try it. Uh, no need to go buy them at the store. You can catch them in your yard every night. At least where I came from, you could. I don't know if it's so much here now that I live in Florida. Uh, my yard's nothing but sand. Probably not going to be night crawlers in it. Um, anyway, best bait, worms. Um, you can get into the next thing is grubs. Grubs are very good. You can use those. Um, good for panfish and other such fish, but anything would eat a grub. Uh, basically, any, any of the things that I'm going to mention here in the freshwater area, any fish in freshwater will eat this. Um, uh, you can potentially catch any fish from a panfish to a bass to a walleye to whatever. All right. Grubs are great also. Um, Minnows are also great. I don't have much, I have some experience with them, but not much. Um, you can get minnows from about any bait store. You can buy nets. Um, you can catch your own minnows. Um, it's to be used as live bait, of course. Uh, minnows work, work really well. Um, I've known many people that use minnows. Minnows are awesome. The next I've also had great success with um, crayfish or if it's or, or if you want to pronounce it like it is where I came from crawdads crawdads are everywhere and you can catch them it takes a couple tries and then you'll be able to figure it out and get them you can probably buy them at bait stores also I just always caught my own so crayfish are also really good bait um, I know bass really like those as well now saltwater baits um, I learned this a lot from talking to people since I've been here in Florida, but the number one bait for saltwater that I've seen are shrimp. At least that's what everybody claims, shrimp. Um, I've used shrimp a couple times. You get about one cast out of them before you have to put a new shrimp on. That's my biggest downfall with shrimp. I'm not sold that it is the best. Tell me if I'm wrong. And literally, you get one cast out of it. 
and hopefully a crab don't rip it off the hook first. Um, I have no doubt that they're great if the fish are there to bite it before it comes off the hook. So maybe my inexperience tells me that I don't know how to hook a shrimp on a hook right or the correct way. Either way, shrimp everybody claims is number one. I'm not sold on it, but that's just my opinion. Next, we got shellfish, and that, those are, what I mean by that is clams, mussels, and crabs. Now, I've caught some fiddler crabs and such and tried to use those. Um, typically, I get hung up on a rock first, but people use shellfish as bait. Cut bait. I've used cut bait more than anything else, saltwater fishing. Um, so, saltwater fishing, I've used cut bait more than anything. And that's what I've caught. What I've caught off of has been from cut bait. Um, I've used squid. I've used other fish that I've caught. Um, just different kinds of cut bait. Um, of course, I recommend to get it fresh. Don't buy the frozen ones because those suck ass. Um, if you want to fish with those, you might as well take that cut frozen bait and shove it up your ass because you probably catch more that way. Um, so make sure it's fresh. Um, if you catch a fish, cut it up. That's what you should use as cut bait. Um, I've caught a few sharks off of it. Not big sharks, tiny sharks. I've caught a lot of saltwater catfish off of it. Um, that's just me. That's just what I've caught. And of course, you got your bait fish. And I mean bait fish as... The whole live fish. Um, a good example of a bait fish would be what I was trying to catch today unsuccessfully, a pinfish. Um, so you get a hook, small hook, you can use a net, you got traps for them. Any way you want to do it, get a smaller fish, get a, get a hook, put it through the smaller fish, keep the fish alive, and send the bait out um, in hopes of getting a bigger fish that eats smaller fish. I would feel that's more successful than shrimp. That's just my opinion, of course. Correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> but those are some of the baits to think about if you're going to go fish saltwater or freshwater. I think a lot of success, and, and I need to do one of two things to increase my success in saltwater. I need to acquire a boat or get somebody that has a boat and get out away from the shore and away from everybody else um, and choose the right bait. Um, maybe pre I need to pre-plan having some bait fish before I actually go or having some uh, shrimp as backup. So one way is to get a boat. The other is to, I need to find a part of the shore and wander through the marshes or whatever it takes to get away and fish a spot that's typically not fished by anybody else. Um, one thing about Florida, everywhere you go, there's people. So maybe find a spot that's fished less. Um, and find a location on the river um, that's ideal, that has traffic of fish coming and going. Of course, location is also half the battle, if not three quarters of the battle. Location and the other is having the right bait.
All right, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. What you just heard were sounds from a porch. Um, typically, neighbors across the street play their music loud. I was just sitting out there, um, and they started playing their music loud, and this dude was across the street outside lifting weights in the yard out there. Funniest thing I've seen in a long time. But that's what you just heard. So I hope you enjoyed the little fishing trip today. I did. I love getting out to fish, even if it's a bad day and I don't catch shit. Um, Still wanted to bring it out there. Um, So I want to take a poll before I get off here. I'm going to get off here and drink a few beers. One, two, three, or more. We'll see how it goes. What, the question I have is, what is your beer of choice? Let me know. Mine comes in a red can red silver and white Budweiser that's my go-to beer what is yours let me know until episode two thank you for listening to the mind of jet do you remember going fishing last week yeah tell me about it I we caught a fish and I reeled it in what kind of fish a hardhead catfish you remember that awesome what was it like it was cool. How cool? Really cool. Tell me how hard the fish fought. Not hard. It wasn't bad? No. Did you have trouble getting it in? Uh-huh. A little bit. Tell me about it. I can't. Why? I don't know. You don't know how to talk? <laughs> I do. Tell me then. I don't know how to. Go ahead. I can't do it. Why? Because why? Because I can't do it. What's the biggest fish you ever caught? No, it was the smallest fish. No, what is the biggest fish you ever caught? I don't know. Have you ever caught any fish? I caught a small fish. Have you ever caught a fish? Uh, yeah. When? Wait. How big? Uh, little. Little? How little? As big as what? A bit less than my head. As big as your head? <laughs> Did you have fun catching fish? Did we catch fish the last time we went? Uh, yeah. What kind of fish did we catch? A catfish. Catfish? Was it as big as you? No. I know what fish it would be. How big? Bigger than my head. Bigger than your head? Yeah. Do you love fishing? Yeah. Tell me how much. Uh, this much. How much is that much? Um... I don't know. All right. Tell me a fish joke. Hey, <laughs> I just fish across the road. Why? Oh, because. Because why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how jokes work, buddy.